Welcome to Auckland 2024 Styles, where the bridge uh, gets closed with the wind and the trains don't run because of the heat. So Kiwi Rail put in the speed restrictions, blah, blah, blah. You know the whole story by now. Anyway, Auckland Transport blame Kiwi Rail. Uh, Kiwi Rail Chief Planning and Asset Development Officer David Gordon's with us. Good morning. Uh, good morning to you and your listeners. Uh, restrictions versus AT's reaction. So my understanding was you placed restrictions on the line. Could AT have overreacted to what you tried to do? Well, I can't comment on what AT or Auckland One Rail did or didn't, and I don't think the commuters really care about the allocation. We've got a shared accountability between ourselves, Kiwi Rail, Auckland One Rail and AT to do better in the event of heat restrictions. And what are you going to do better? Well, a couple of things that will happen that are going to make a material difference is uh, in April, we we open our new control centre in Auckland. Now, for the first time in, in the history of rail in New Zealand, all the operators, ourselves, AT, uh, and and the maintainer, and the locomotive maintainers, will all be in the same building, all on the same floor, all in the same control room. The moment we have issues like this, we will be literally sitting next to each other, have a conference room, and be able to move very quickly on a joined-up response. Well, I'm not sure how that helps a track that's 40 degrees, and when it's 40 degrees, you need to um, put some no. restrictions in place. Yes, you can lean to the bloke next to you and go, hey, it's 40 degrees. That doesn't stop it, the train stopping, does it? No, the the issue is how you react to these issues. There will always be heat restrictions in a network in New Zealand or in Australasia or anywhere else. Dealing with heat 40s is done consistently throughout the world. In fact, in Australia, it's actually heat 37. So you're, you're telling me in the Pilbara and in the hills of South Australia and in rural New South Wales, not to mention Queensland, not to mention California, New Mexico, Texas, all of those places that would deal with 40 degrees on a regular, if not daily basis, they stop their trains? No, and we didn't, and, and the train wouldn't stop. What we did is we put a restriction in four kilometres of rail between Otahuhu and uh, Papakura. It's four out of 200 kilometres, and said you need to run over those tracks, that section of track, at 40 kilometres per hour. It is not a stop running trains, it is a run train slow. So, so 40 k's now as that, opposed that, to what, 50? Uh, no, 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 they'll be doing 70 or 80 down in those straights. So it does impose an impact on the timetable. We estimated about six minutes per train. Now that does have a compounding effect on a timetable mm-hmm. and it's probably necessary to cancel some trains to do so. Okay. We do not shut the lines. Okay, but to, to, to relitigate this, so in the Pilbara and in South Australia and in New South Wales and Queensland, you're telling me that they use the same mechanism. They want you to go 40 k's on those lines at 40 degrees, which must happen at the moment every day. No, there's, there's a little bit more to it than that, as you correctly say. The area where we had the res- imposed the restrictions had some uh, underlying weakness in the track, which oh. is what we're working on with our rail network rebuild. Uh, the rest of the network where we've been Equivalent, uh, experienced the equivalent temperatures. We were confident in its stability, and therefore we are able to say, notwithstanding those temperatures, it can run at normal right. speed. As indeed I think most people would expect it to do. 40 degrees for steel is not the end of the world unless the network is fragile and there's no reason for the network to be fragile, is there? Oh, yeah, I think there's every reason for parts of the network to be fragile. We're on a rebuild. We've rebuilt uh, around the waterfront. We've rebuilt from Idaho inbound uh, to Britomart both ways. Uh, we've been very clear in our communications with uh, the public and I believe with uh, AT and others that there is an f- underlying fragility in the network and that underlying fragility needs to be addressed prior to City Rail Link opening 
because the chances of doing so afterwards would be even less. Exactly. Will it be? Uh, that's, why we, that's why we've been doing the shuts that we've been doing. Sure. Will it be? Yes. If we are able to complete this work, and I think the example is there, the work, where we've been over the last year and a, year and a bit, we had no such problems. Would you concede it's a bad look? Oh, absolutely. Uh, and if, uh, look, I get, I get, I'm getting the train this morning at about quarter to eight, and uh, I rely on the train when I'm a hawk. So, yeah, it's a bad look. Absolutely. The, the, the customers deserve better. Indeed they do. David, appreciate it. David Gordon out of Kiwi Rail. For more from the Mike Hosking Breakfast, listen live to News Talk ZB from 6am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.